So hello everyone and uh, welcome back to yet another episode of Mimamsa. Uh, today uh, from uh, international relations last time, Israel and Palestine and uh, religion and mythology on our, uh, in our first video. This time we switch to history. Uh, and it is a very interesting uh, topic. And I think something which each uh, and every individual of the subcontinent feels very passionately about. It's about our forefathers. It's about our fathers of our nation, uh, Mahatma Gandhi, father of the Indian nation, and uh, Muhammad Ali Jannah, father of Pakistan. So uh, without further you know, ado, let's just first start. Uh, you know, and I would request Ishan to first give us a brief backgrounds uh, about both uh, Jinnah and uh, Gandhi, from where they were and what kind of, uh, you know, uh, bringing up they had uh, in, in their initial uh, past life. Right. Uh, so, yeah, I think uh, one common thing that we see, uh, which is like very, very interesting fact, you know, between Jinnah and Gandhi is that both of them were Gujaratis. So both of them have their origin uh, in Gujarat, uh, and uh, uh, and you know Jinnah, his uh, he was uh, he was from a family of you know recent converts. So his um, I think his father converted first, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So so his uh, it was like a very recent convert. In fact, you know this is a very curious phenomena that all these recent converts they actually ended up creating an Islamic nation. Something even Iqbal, you know Iqbal's grandfather. The Alama Iqbal, his, his grandfather was a Kashmiri Pandit and converted very recently. Um, so yeah, let's not digress. But yeah, so uh, Jinnah and Gandhi, both of them were from Gujarat. Uh, and Gandhi, we all know that, you know, his um, his father was uh, the prime minister and, and uh, in, uh, <clears throat> in, in, the, in the Junagadh um, kingdom. And so Gandhi came from a very good family, actually. And, but, you know, his father died and uh, his brother saved all the earnings that he could and, you know, sent Gandhi abroad. Gandhi went abroad, studied, lived in, you know, UK, um, UK, South Africa, uh, and came back to India. And in 1916, Gandhi was, you know, when, when, he, when uh, by the time Gandhi came back to India, by 1920s, he was already, you know, the household names when he started non-cooperation movement and, you know, a couple of uh, these other mass movements in India. Uh, so yeah. that is the brief about you know Gandhi. Uh, Gandhi while he was uh, while he was in uh, UK uh, and in South Africa, he came across religion. He he read Bible, he read uh, Quran because you know the the, the host his host in South Africa uh, was a Muslim family. You know that is how he ended up getting a job. They were like Gujarat. I think it was Dada Abdullah. If I'm not wrong, he he was going to fight a case with Dada Abdullah. I don't know if this, uh, the family was the same where he stayed. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, so that is how he got introduced to South Africa. So uh, he came across, you know, Quran and Bible first, and then um, he tried to, you know, find out some truths about Hinduism. And that is when he, you know, came, you know, started reading about religion uh, and became a religious man, as we know. Um, uh, the journey for Jinnah was slightly different. So Jinnah was, in fact, uh, Jinnah worked for uh, Dada Bhai Nauroji. In fact, while he was in uh, in in UK, and uh, uh, and you know Jinnah Jinnah was a very secular person, secular uh, Muslim, and uh, 
you know uh, as a you know in his personal life he used to eat pork you know he, he was into you know uh, uh, taking wine and um, married someone outside his own religion um, so that was jinnah and uh, that is where his background comes from and so jinnah was also a lawyer and gandhi was also a lawyer that is another similarity between the two mm. uh, so i think this is uh, i think this is a good context you know that is how these two characters were and that is their brief background um okay. yeah so uh, you know i i just uh, carry on with what we le- uh, on on whatever you said and where you left and i'll give you my perspective about the characters uh, you know especially jinnah jinnah is is a very very fascinating character i think uh, you know uh, once i was thinking if i ever had to you know uh, do a thesis it would be on jinnah right. because he was such a fascinating character and his evolution throughout his uh, you know journey from being a very secular liberal character to uh, uh, someone who has been associated with a islamic nation state is very very intriguing and very very fascinating right exactly. two incidents that you know really strike me Uh, about jinnah's life one uh, is about, around the fact that you mentioned uh, that he married uh, outside his religion uh, so he was married uh, early but his wife died so then he fell in love uh, with uh, his friend uh, in the petit family the very popular family in india that kind of time uh, and the daughter was like uh, in the adolescent age below 18 years and still they sort of Uh, fell for each other, and uh, Jana could marry at, at that point of time. But eventually, he did uh, around 18 years of age. Uh, and you know, a lot of people I think wrongly call uh, Jana pedophile. But I think given the circumstances at that point of time that existed uh, below 18 year age marriages and affections uh, were normal. And I think yeah. given the social uh, circumstances at that point of time. Yeah. So uh, and, and Jana eventually fell for this girl. Yeah. fun fact muslims can still marry uh, at at the age of 15 in india of 21st century so that uh, age of consent law or a couple of other things don't apply to muslims in india as of now on this date so oh that is allowed mm-hmm. <laughs> anyways so uh, so uh, that happened and he married uh, someone from other religion mm-hmm. and so they had uh, a daughter called dina and her wife uh, this uh, i think this petty uh, family girl actually uh, died uh, about 5 10 years of marriage and deena um, you know when she grew up she uh, like a boy from the wadia family right right uh, i think uh, neville wadia is the name i, I, I don't remember uh, neville wadia i think is the name so uh, you know uh, then deena goes to jinnah and says dad i want to marry this guy uh, he is from another religion blah blah, blah. So Jinnah, you know, says that there are so many Muslim boys in India. Why couldn't you find one? Mm. And uh, Dina replies to Jinnah, says that there were so many Muslim girls in India. Why couldn't you find one? Right. So, <laughs> it's a very fascinating story. And then uh, uh, this sort of eventually led to severing of the ties uh, between uh, Dina and Jinnah. Uh, Dina uh, married into the Wadia family, the famous Bombay dying where Nes Wadia. is her grandson so right. neswadia's great grandfather actually uh, mohammed ali jinnah uh, the famous boyfriend of uh, uh, ex boyfriend of pt zinta and owner of kings 11 punjab 
right and uh, and you know uh, so uh, you know what what an irony right jina convinced uh, some like millions of muslims that you know uh, that you know they can go to uh, they can that, that they are going to create a new madina you know there is this idea of creating a new madina in pakistan and jina was able to sell that idea uh, uh, to uh, to millions of muslims in india but he couldn't you know convert his own daughter you know convince his own no, daughter to come, to come with him to you know pakistan the country which and he I, I, had right yeah yeah, yeah. and this, this is the important thread that we both need to hit upon in this conversation i'll just uh, need 2 minutes of your time for uh, you know giving the next incident that i was talking about uh, so this this happened and jina is someone who has uh, so personally speaking who support a lot in his life uh, in in a very personal sense because uh, the first marriage ended up a year or so and the second marriage also ended uh, uh, so to to say uh, there are different reports that they did communicate over letters and other parts but at least for the public image uh, jana couldn't uh, you know make those sort of contacts with her daughter Uh, especially uh, when uh, you know she uh, married some from uh, other religion right so that is, that was the issue so what used to happen was that jana used to come uh, to home and whenever he used to feel, feel overwhelmed about his past his personal experiences what he used to do he used to go there was a top terrace i think in, in his room in his uh, house where there were the clothes of his uh, Daughter and his uh, wife, ex-wife. What he used to do, he used to ask the uh, roomkeepers to spread all the clothes in the room, and then he used to just sit there and watch all the clothes and used to cry for hours. Right. So that that is a very very strong uh, you know scene for me to fathom that such was this man and the kind of emotional turmoil that this man was going through. Mm. so uh, i think this is the background uh, you know wherein uh, i think we should move ahead towards the other part of his public appearance wherein how you know a man who is extremely secular extremely liberal in fact he criticizes uh, the use of ganpati festivals uh, and uh, and everything related to the hindu customs in the public uh, life uh, so to say uh, to uh, attract masses uh by gandhi and tilak and everyone and in fact not what many other secular liberals would do he uses the same metrics on muslims itself right? right when the khilafat movement is happening he sort of goes against them and right. says that you know gandhi is mad that he's uh-huh. allowing uh congress to make such coalitions with these uh, radical islamist people right? right but gandhi was then uh you know in uh, no one's control at that point of view was going ahead with his uh, weird ideas right right so now this person converts into ni- come to 1937 to 40 and in 40 he releases the pakistan resolution what has happened what has changed hmm. uh so i think uh, so one of the uh, abhi jo sir gandhi ke bare mein when you are talking about gandhi right so uh, one similarity that i see between one other similarity that i see between gandhi and jinnah was that both of them you know uh, couldn't even you know con- they were like really bad at you know uh, managing their own family so the same thing happened with gandhi right gandhi had no control over his son uh, you know one of his one of his son actually converted to islam in fact so you know gandhi oh, you know that yeah 
so uh, so just to you know just to go against gandhi for the sake of going against gandhi and because of gandhi's obscurantism you know his wife died because gandhi wouldn't you know allow her western medicine modern medicine right he was like more interested in you know uh, prayers so gandhi uh, gandhi yeah. so one thing about gandhi is that gandhi was a good hindu that is something that you can say about gandhi but the other mm-hmm. thing about gandhi was that you know gandhi never took forward the hindu cause very vocally like he wouldn't identify himself with hindus instead instead you know there there were instances in his life when he would you know rather go and you know because he used to feel that you know i already identify mm-hmm. with this one group so i have to win my support you know of this another group and i want to i also want to champion their cause so he would go an extra step which even a muslim won't go muslim like jina won't right, right? so jina was mm-hmm. like nahi when when khilafat thing was happening jina was like nahi don't introduce you know this um the religious aspect and don't you know don't introduce masses with uh, something like right. this. you know jina was in favor of doing elite politics um but you know gandhi was of you know of belief that you know muslim will muslims will never you know come um uh come on a national platform unless it is it has something to do with their religion and i think this is where you know the indian secularism uh drives its origin and you know the kind of secularism that was practiced by congress for the last 70 years you know it was also about that it it you know there is this uh, subtle you know assumption deep inside mm-hmm. that you know and i think you know that is the biggest irony in fact you know these people they call themselves seculars but you know uh, in their minds they have already assumed that you know uh to win over muslims they'll have to you know give some token special kind of a token benefits to them and that is what gandhianism is all about uh so yeah uh, if we just talk about like what led to the transformation of jinnah uh just uh, just just two points that I, i want to make on this gandhi issue since we have already digressed from jinnah to gandhi on this issue two points one uh, you know uh, the mistake a lot of people do is to think of gandhi as a philosopher i mean yeah. for example if you take a uh, gandhian ideology for secularism i mean that's a stupid thing to do because he was not a philosopher right and you know umayyu kabir is a famous uh, uh, you know political thinker he says that it is better to think of gandhi as a scientist rather than a philosopher right and, and scientist uh, uh, in in a lot of way he was a strategist to me right, right. because right. he understood what are the political circumstances in different places such as in south africa and he engineered his politics around it right mm-hmm. so in in the indian context also he found out that there was this differentiation between hindus and muslim and he found ki ye jo tarika hai na agar hum thoda sa is tarike se play kar lenge thoda sa radical elements ko khel lenge to shayad uh, the muslim uh, jo masses hai aur jo elites hai unko apni taraf hum kheech sakte right gandhi ko aur fir wo us tarike se unhone wo selling koshish Right. और और इसमें सेकंड पॉइंट ये जो तुम बोल रहे थे कि यू नो गांधी वेंट आउट ऑफ वे टू इवन द रैडिकल एस्पेक्ट्स ऑफ इस्लाम द बेस्ट एग्जांपल आई थिंक इज द डेथ ऑफ स्वामी श्रद्धानंदी सेशन कॉल दिस गायंग्रेस सेशन राइट एंड सेट की हमारे साथ है और मुझे इनसे बिल्कुल भी घृणा नहीं क्यों क्योंकि इन्होंने किसी को मारा है तो क्या हुआ इनके अंदर वो भाव किसी तरीके से पनपा था तो इसलिए उन्होंने मार दिया और हम सबको इनसे घृणा करने की जरूरत नहीं तो व्हाट काइंड ऑफ मैसेज दिस सेंस इन द सोसाइटी राइट कि यार तुम कुछ भी कर लो रेडिकल एलिमेंट्स हो हो सकते हो तुम किसी को मार सकते हो और तुम बोल दोगे भाई ये मेरे अंदर तो थोड़ा सा गुस्सा आ गया था इसलिए मैंने कर दिया तो ये बहुत गलत डायरेक्शन में लेके चले गए इंडिया की पॉलिटिक्स 
Right, right. In fact, you know, Abdul Rashid is still a figure that is celebrated in Pakistan. So when this entire thing around, you know, Salman, uh, uh, what what is his name? Salman, ye jo Tablin Singh ka husband hai. Uh, uh, hmm. Salman Tasir. So Salman Tasir. Salman Tasir was, you know, the governor of Punjab at that time, and he was killed uh-huh. by someone called Mumtaz Kadri. And when uh-huh. Mumtaz Kadri killed him, so you know, the people used uh, the uh, the example of Abdul Rashid was given. So Abdul Rashid, uh, uh, you know, Abdul Rashid is still looked up in Pakistan. Uh, you know, someone who Gandhi celebrated uh, uh, in one of the Congress sessions. Uh, so yeah, that is the irony of the entire thing. Uh, but yeah, if uh, if you would like to continue forward and you know talk about how Jinnah transformed into someone who ended up creating a country like Pakistan. Mm-hmm. So, uh, in uh, my take on Jinnah is similar to uh, my understanding of Gandhi. Uh, it is more political in nature. Uh, Jinnah, for most of his early part, uh, was a highly secular and a proponent of Hindu-Muslim unity. I, I think uh, even Sarojini Naidu, uh, Naidu is on record saying those words that you know, Jinnah is a great friend of uh, or, or a great proponent of the Hindu-Muslim unity. Right. That was there uh, in terms and being a Western educated uh, lawyer, uh, he understood the modern constitutional and liberal values. Uh, so he uh, was steadfast to them, right? Unlike Gandhi, who, you know, uh, since very early days, uh, I think it was primarily because of his experience in uh, South Africa that he realized he are. Uh, sirf or sirf constitutional methods pe reh karke ya fir us tarike ki politics karke nahi hoga thoda sa alag apne ko jana padega kuch gokles unhone uthaya spiritualization wagera aur fir masses wagera ko involve karke dekha wahan pe ki bhai thoda sa religion religion dal dene se aurte wagera bhi aa jati hain sab log aa jate hain to maza aa jata hai zyada pressure aa jate hain to ho jata execute ho jata hai to usi ko india mein bhi execute karne ki koshish ki right but jana ne ye nahi kiya jana ne nahi kiya to so as a political opposition, Jinnah ke paas, agar mein, if I'm Jinnah, uh, 1920 to 1930 to almost uh, is washed out. Uh, 30 mein, role aata hai, uh, around civil disobedience movement, baad, 11 point demand round table conferences. So 1930 to 1935, uh, Jinnah is in uh, England. And uh, you know, uh, being the great uh, advocate that he was, uh, he was uh, you know, uh, hearing uh, or, or uh, advocating cases for uh, on most of the richest rich Indians uh, in the Privy Council, which the highest court of appeal then, because we didn't have Supreme Court, right? So, in uh, 1934, I think Supreme Court in India, I think uske around fir jina India uh, and fir India and Muslim politics और इसलिए यहां पे मुस्लिम लीग का थोड़ा सा दो मिनट और कॉन्टेक्स्ट में देना जरूरी है क्योंकि मुस्लिम लीग किस तरह की राजनीति कर रही थी मुस्लिम लीग जो है वो यहां पे एलिट्स की राजनीति कर रही थी मुस्लिम लीग के फाउंडर कौन थे आगा खान थे यहां के बंगाल के जो डक्का डक्का Right against the British uh, government, but uh, 1934, 1935, the British has stung Gandhi. Why? Congress is very much And Jinnah has a party, which is the elite's party. So Jinnah 
इनके लीडर्स हैं और जितना एलिट्स लोगों में तो भाई ऑब्वियसली बिकॉज यू स्मार्ट यू सेंसिबल एंड गुड लॉयर सबके केसेस लड़ते थे तो वहां जान पहचान है इनकी तो अब क्योंकि सेंट्रिस्ट जो लाइन है वो तो ले लिया है अपने कांग्रेस ने तो अब एक पॉलिटिकल पार्टी को कौन सा लाइन लेना पड़ेगा अगर वहां पे अपनी अस्तित्व को बनाना है और वो बहुत क्लियर था कि एलिट वाली हार्ड लाइनिंग पॉलिटिक्स को ही करना पड़ेगा अदरवाइज उसके पास कोई ऑप्शन नहीं है एग्जिस्टेंस में आने का और वो बहुत क्लियर हो गया था जिना को इतने सालों तक कि भाई गांधी सक्सेसफुल है इस तरह की कर रहा है और जो दूसरे में भी लोग हैं कुछ हिंदू मास के लोग हैं वो भी राइट विंग एक्सट्रीमिज्म पे भी है तो अब यहाँ पे उनके पास ऑप्शन नहीं है कि कुछ कर अब वो लेफ्ट विंग नहीं जा सकते लेफ्ट विंग क्यों नहीं जा सकते क्योंकि एक तो कम्युनिस्ट पार्टी है ही जो कि बेवकूफ है और दूसरी चीज ये लोग एलिट्स की पार्टी है तो एनीवेज लेफ्ट विंग नहीं जा सकते और ये जो एलिट है ये एनीवेज कांग्रेस से परेशान है क्योंकि ये बोल रहे हैं कि भाई आई थिंक कराची सेशन वगैरह में उन्होंने बोल दिया है कि भाई हम लोग तो मास्टर्स को बहुत सारा पावर दे देंगे लैंड रिफॉर्म कर देंगे तो ये सब जो अमीर ढाका के नवाब जैसे लोग हैं इनको लग रहा है कि भाई हमारी जमीन उमीन तो चली जाएगी तो अब यहाँ पे इनके लिए क्लियरली सेंस बनता है एक फ्यूडल माइंडसेट के साथ एक पार्टी बनाई जाए और एक एक्सट्रीम लाइन ऑफ थॉट लिया जाए तो वो एक्सट्रीम लाइन ऑफ थॉट को परसू करते हैं थर्टी सेवन में वो बुरी तरह हारते हैं और वो उसके बाद जाते हैं कांग्रेस पार्टी के साथ रिकनसाइल करने के लिए भाई हमको थोड़ा थोड़ा सीट दे दो एंड कांग्रेस हम तो नहीं दे सकते क्योंकि तो हम तो बहुत सारी सीट जीत चुके हैं तो देखो मतलब uh in lahore to uh so he like very quickly changed his positions um basis ki jo bhi circumstances the wahan pe to jinane jo no he was able to very quickly change his tack between 1936 to 1940 and he you know wholesale you know started selling the idea of pakistan uh, to the masses mm-hmm. and that too you know somewhat successfully um to although a lot of people claim that you know because 19 90% of people at that time did not have you know franchise uh, and they couldn't vote but still you know the idea of pakistan at least was like very popular um, and the cruel irony is that people who ended up voting for uh, uh, for the idea of pakistan stayed back in india they couldn't go back and people who voted against muslim league and you know, people who were slightly of a secular kind of uh, outlook uh it yeah. is where the pakistan was created so uh, it is interesting uh, it is interesting to note that you know in punjab uh, the unionist won the election in uh, in the northwest frontier province it was congress that won the election uh so it was only in sindh that you know uh muslim league it was only i guess in sindh and uh, in bengal that you know the muslim uh, league was you know getting their strengths from uh and so yeah So that is the cruel irony of the entire thing, and I think it would be wrong to say that uh, Jinnah was not able to sell his idea very successfully to the masses. Uh, I think he was pretty successful uh, uh, at doing doing that. Uh, the other thing is that you know uh, I think uh, we should now discuss about you know what 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 was his actual thought process. I uh, you know what what was it that he envisioned 
uh, of Pakistan and how did he, you know, why did he come to this conclusion that, you know, Muslims uh, and Hindus are two nations. So the popular two nation theory. And I think I just, I would just want to read one of his quotes, which has like really inspired me. Uh, and this is something that he said uh, in the Lahore session while uh, moving the Pakistan resolution. Uh, yeah, in 1940 and he says that you know it is a dream that Hindus and Muslims can ever evolve a common nationality Hindus and Muslims belong to two different religious philosophies social customs and literary traditions they neither intermarry nor, uh, uh, nor you know eat together and indeed they belong to two different civilizations which are based mainly on conflicting ideas and conceptions so their aspects on life and of life are very different. Uh, so it is quite clear that Hindus and Muslims derive their inspiration from different sources of history, which is, I think, very true. Uh, so they have different epics, which is, again, very true. Their heroes are different and different episodes. Very often, the hero of one is a foe of the other. So it happens that, you know, the hero of, you know, let's just take the example of Maharana Pratap and Akbar, so, and Shivaji and Aurangzeb. So I think there is always this thing that, you know, hero of one is the, uh, uh, is the an enemy of the other. Uh, to yoke together two such nations under a single state, uh, one as a numerical minority and other as a majority, must lead to growing discontent and final destruction of any fabric that may be so built up by uh, for the government of such a state. So I think this, uh, this entire, uh, I really like this paragraph because, you know, it tells you how clear thinking he was, um, you know, and this entire, uh, I think, you know, he was able to explain his reasoning about Hindus and Muslims being two nations uh, very, very clearly and very succinctly. And um, with the rise of the kind of politics that we see in India right now, um, I think uh, it can be said to a certain extent that, uh, uh, the way India is today, it refutes uh, a lot of uh, the lot of the points that uh, Jinnah made uh, on that uh, 1940 um, <laughs> while moving on 19 in 1940s while moving this resolution. Uh, uh, Baki, I, I think you you disagree with that. Yeah, I, I disagree. I disagree uh, with uh, both the paragraph that you read and uh, the objectives that Jinnah had. और ये मैं उसके पास डेटा से भी रेफरेंस ले रहा हूं कि भाई वो पहले एक सेक्युलर इंसान था तो बहुत कम लाइकली है कि पूरी तरीके से चेंज होगा द फैक्ट दैट वाज दैट हैज दैट चेंज फॉर जना आई थिंक वाज हिज पॉलिटिकल मोटिव्स तो पॉलिटिकली आई थिंक ही बिकेम एक्सट्रीमली रेडिकल दैट इज फॉर गिवन नो टू वेज अबाउट इट बट क्या वो भी मन ही मन एक पाकिस्तान चाह रहे थे वो एक डिबेटेबल इशू है लॉट ऑफ पीपल स्टिल से पाकिस्तान मिल जाएगा ये ब्रिटिश इतने बड़े बेवकूफ होंगे बेवकूफ तो नहीं इतने स्मार्ट होंगे कि वो सही में पाकिस्तान दे देंगे राइट इसमें जो एक मेन इंपॉर्टेंट पॉइंट ये है कि जिना ये वाली जो थ्योरी है दैट यू नो जिना वॉज यूजिंग पाकिस्तान एज अ बार्गेनिंग चिप I think this is something that is very popular in Pakistan uh, among the liberal and secular intelligentsia to get some some yeah. respectability, right? Aisha Siddiqui, वगैरह ये सब ये वाले ideas को popularize करते हैं and uh, one of the Indian academicians, I think Vinay Sitapati, kind of through his work creating a new Madina. उसने I think he has 
hit this point, um, you know, hit against this point. Uh, but I think that would be a, a separate debate altogether. Uh, but yeah, मतलब जिन्होंने सोचा था या नहीं सोचा था, but uh, I think उसका uh, conviction uh, and you know I think it is possible, it is quite possible that someone who is not religious can become politically radical. Uh, and you know you can, in fact you know I would अगर हम इंडिया में भी इस चीज को अप्लाई करें, right? A lot of congressmen in India can be like very uh religious practicing hindus uh and you know they can be uh, very secular when it comes to their politics uh while uh, while you know you see someone from a bjp can not practice his religion personally in his life but you know he would uh, anyway you know ended up, end up using politics for uh, religion for political purposes so i think that is quite possible even subramanian uh, swami i don't know but but he is powers extremely secular values but he is a hardcore hindutva uh, बरूनी Uh, Al Biruni uh, actually was first read by another secular Indian uh, who wrote "Sare Jahan Se Acha Hindustan Hamara." Iqbal, uh, Alama Iqbal. So mm-hmm. Alama Iqbal was again a very secular person initially uh, to be able to write such kind of uh-huh. uh, little poetry. Uh, but then uh, you know he read uh, Al Biruni and everyone else. So here uh, you know Al Biruni ka context me samajhna pade. Al Biruni us samay aaye the jab uh, you know. हिंदूज और मुसलमान एक्चुअली में दो डिफरेंट कल्चर्स थे सिविलाइजेशंस थे कंट्रीज थी तो अब अल बरूनी लिख रहे हैं उस पर्सपेक्टिव से कि भाई हिंदू और मुसलमान जो है दोनों अलग देश है अलग कंट्री है अलग विचार है अलग गॉड्स है वो चीजें अब उसको उसी प्रैक्टिक उसी चीज को एग्जैक्टली वर्बैटिन यूजिंग इन मॉडर्न कॉन्टेक्ट इट्स वेरी वेरी डिफरेंट हाँ मतलब आप अगर रिलीजन Uh, is hmm. the determinant of you know uh, national identity or they can be right. other elements uh, in inside that right or, or you know can nation have two religions so th- this is a, like completely different uh, debate altogether but abhi hum jaise baat kar rahe the right ki uh, gandhi and jinnah so uh, uh, another thing that i just remember and since we are you know uh, at the end of our discussion so gandhi and jinnah also couldn't see the countries that they uh, ended up creating right jina uh, also died you know uh, one or two years yeah. after uh, uh, the creation of pakistan and the same thing happened with uh, with gandhi yeah. so uh, i think in a way you know whatever their visions may have been for for the country uh, they these visions never matured so we are never sure that you know that this was something that the 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 pakistan is right now was something that but really the, jina, uh, envisioned yeah. it to be because you know after right. death, a lot of things happened in pakistan um so yeah that was my point yeah i, I mean i think it's a very very good point uh, that you made uh, and if you see uh, what happened uh, you know 
particularly with the uh, Muslims of uh, UP and um, North India who went to Pak- uh, wanted to defend Pakistan, most of them actually stayed back in India, right? And yeah. those who went to Pakistan were labeled as Muhajirs, or if, if, if uh, like Parvez Musarraf, uh, or if they were uh, extremely bad fated like Liaquat Ali Khan, they were murdered, right? right? Because uh, the people there in Punjab said that who are these people coming from different places in, uh, you know, uh, the yeah, north uh, interior and taking power, usurping power here. Right? They must be killed. And, and any power battle would happen that, that way, right? But the fact is that these people from Punjab uh, were extremely secular uh, and led by a unionist party, never really wanted a different uh, uh, Pakistan or different uh, country based on religion itself. Right. And the recent, uh, you know, uh, survey of Pakistan that has been released in 2017 shows that there are only 7% Urdu speaking population in Pakistan right now. And the entire country is based on Islam and Urduization uh, phenomena. Right. Mm -hmm. And uh, even Jinnah could not speak Urdu. And uh, it is famously, uh, I think Jinnah said that, you know, uh, just with the help of my typewriter, I was able to bargain for a different country, uh, you know, alone. So it, it speaks volume about the man huh. and what he could achieve. Right. And uh, I think uh, if we just talk, you know, about the kind of duplicity uh, or the kind of double life that he led, uh, uh, one, uh, you know, that continued throughout his death also. So I think uh, because he was, uh, so Jinnah was a Shia and uh, and Pakistan was, uh, Pakistan still is a like Sydney okay. majority country. Uh, and uh, the, the powers that be at the time of Jinnah's death, you know, they didn't want uh, the ceremonial functions to be done in a Shia fashion. So mm-hmm. his uh, his original uh, funeral uh, rites were done in a Shia fashion in a personal uh, place. Uh, but after that, when he was, you know, uh, after that, you know, when it was done in, in the more public uh, forum, uh, it was done in a very Sunni kind of format and, you know, all the memory, you know, there is still this confusion among a lot of Muslims in Pakistan that Jinnah was, uh, Jinnah was probably a Sunni. So, you know, he never, you know, kind of got into those debates, uh, which, uh, uh, you know, he was like, he was more into, you know, creating that united Muslim identity. Uh, so never got into that debate, but people who he left behind, they never completely followed the kind of vision that he set. Uh, for the country, and I think that was his biggest failure also. Uh, unlike Gandhi, who was, you know, successful in um, leaving behind his followers and successors in, in a position where they could, you know, guide the country for next 70 years. Uh, and that is what uh, makes India and Pakistan very different countries um, at the end of the day. So on that note, uh, I think uh, we should we should end this discussion. I think this was a fabulous discussion. Uh, and I think we covered a lot of aspects uh, of, uh, of the life um, of these two great personalities that have shaped uh, uh, the entire the history of the entire subcontinent for the last 70 years. Um, thank you for being with us.